0: way there and perfect on your way back or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing or your daughter's first birthday party you planned it with such dedication that instead of the first it felt like kinses the same way you plan each detail for those moments start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit. And make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan.
1: Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council.
2: When the house lights go down and the music starts, you know greatness is heading your way. Stolen.
3: Peace Clear for
2: you're in for a contest. He's going to drive, and he's going to dunk with one hand. Oh, put that one on a highlight reel. Put that one on a poster. As well. When you can't be at the game, be at the game. Here on the Boilermakers Sports Network. From Learfield on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM live from the master's heating and cooling studios this is wkjg 1380 am 100.9 fm fort wayne indiana the fan this is a presentation of fort wayne high school sports on 1380 the fan and 100.9 fm The Hoopie Insurance Services High School Coaches Show. Hoopie Insurance. Our family serving your family for over 40 years. Here's your host, Justin Kenny.
4: Welcome in everybody to Sectional Championship Week of the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopie Insurance Services. I am Justin Kenny here for the next hour or so talking sectional championship games coming up tomorrow. Hard to believe we're at sectional championship week, but also hard to believe that three weeks from today, Thanksgiving Thursday, followed by two days of state championship games at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, who among our area teams will advance, will continue to follow everybody's track tomorrow with games throughout Indiana. And from now until Thanksgiving, we will be handing out hardware on every single Friday night for champions of sectionals, regional, semi-state, and, of course, the state championship. Plenty to get to. Brett Kunkel will join us here in just a second, head coach of the Bluffton Tigers. We will also talk to Kyle Lindsay, head coach of the Bishop Lewers Knights. He will join us to talk about his team's round four with Eastside. Four years, four games against the Blazers. And they'll match up in Butler tomorrow. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk to Bryce Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net, break down some of these games coming up tomorrow. We'll wrap it up at 645 with Coach Ben Johnson of Northside as the Legends prepare for a showdown with Snyder tomorrow. Let's get it started. And our buddy Brent Kunkel on the line right now. Coach, how are you? what's going on doing great man oh we're living the dream here coach and i'm sure you are too and you said a great week of practice so far it can be indicative of friday or not but at least you're feeling pretty good so far through practice this week
5: yeah i'll tell you what uh you know in my six years as a head coach uh, i can have a hard time thinking of a time we've been more focused and had a better week of preparation and practice uh you know all the credit goes to our kids uh, you know, they've really kind of embraced the challenge that we've got in front of us Friday. And, you know, our assistant co- my assistant coaches doing a fantastic job all week getting guys ready. So uh, we're very, very excited for the opportunity. Uh, and it feels good to have a good couple of practices under our belt. But then, you know, there's that, that head coach in you like, man, I hope we're not peaking in practice before we get to Friday. But uh, feeling good heading into it. And we're, like I said, excited for the opportunity and the challenge.
4: Coach, let's look back real quick with Tipton last week. You had to go on the road to the Blue Devils. You were able to knock them off. What did you like? About your squad's performance,
5: I tell you what, um, I need to hire out my pregame speeches because uh, <laughs> we came out we came out to start the game. They have a fantastic running back, uh, Eli Carter, all-time leading rusher at Tipton, and Tipton, as you know, Justin's a, a very traditional uh, po- football powerhouse in the state of Indiana. And all week, of course, we key on him. Where is he at? Where is he at? And then first play of the game, he goes for 64 yards untouched. Uh, We responded to that by uh, fumbling our opening snap. Uh, So, you know, we could not have started the game worse, but to our kids' credit, um, you know, we kind of found our bearings there, uh, put one in the end zone, uh, and then ran a fake field goal at the end of the first half to go up 16 to 10 to half, and then in something I've never seen before, uh, we got the ball to start the third quarter, ran about a seven-minute drive, running the ball every single play, uh, then we had a surprise onside kick, surprise to everybody, including the head coach. <laughs> uh, and we were, we were able to recover that, and then we ran the quarter out. So, you know, to keep their offense off the field for the entire third quarter, uh, and we were able to punch two in the end zone there, you know, that's, that's kind of what we've always wanted to be, a physical running team. And like I said, we kept the ball on the ground with the exception of maybe one or two plays there in the third quarter, and we were able to kind of put the thing away
4: coach anthony cruz has been tremendous for you he went over 200 yards last week he's now a thousand yard rusher for you with nine touchdowns this season first thousand yard rusher for bluffton since 2018 what kind of runner is anthony cruz and i'm sure you want to give some credit to some of those offensive linemen that have been able to pave the way for him all year
5: oh yeah i mean our offensive line up front you know going from left to right deontay eskridge lucas garrett chris castanata sam meckling and then anthony's much bigger, but younger brother, Johnny Cruz, um, you know, have have done a tremendous job really all year. You know, Anthony, like you said, he's over 1,300 yards rushing for the season now, 200 yards. And when you look at the kid, I mean, he's a generous five-five, um, but just runs hard, runs really, really hard. Um, refuses to go down on the first hit. It's kind of slippery. Uh, he's got good top-end speed to where he can break some things away, and uh, he's the kind of kid that you know every program would love to have. We trust him. We put the ball in his belly. You know, um, 20 to 25 times a night. You know, with the exception of the first two sectional games, I was kidding him in practice. Uh, he started the Blackford game, fumbled first play. He started the uh, Tipton game, fumbled first play. So we might put our backup running back in to start the game tomorrow uh, just to make sure we get the first playoff. But uh, Anthony's a great kid. He's a great leader for us, a team captain. Like I said, the kind of kid that uh, any program would want to have.
4: Coach, you were week seven and eight. You fall against Heritage, then you fall hard to Adam Central, and everybody falls hard to Adam Central this year. But being right. able to bounce back, against a pretty solid Lakeland team, uh, how big was that week nine game to kind of get away from those two straight losses and kind of reset heading into the playoffs? Because since that week eight game in Monroe, it's been three straight dubs.
5: Yeah, and that and that was that was huge for us. You know, the, the Heritage game, uh, a lot goes into that for us here at Bluffton. You know, uh, Casey Coltman uh, was a head coach here when I first got to Bluffton. You know, he had a great relationship and he's at Heritage now. So that's kind of an emotional game. And that was a game that, You know, we were up 20-6 to at the half, and, you know, Heritage came out and kicked our tails in the second half, Uh, and like you said, Adam Central, you know, there's no shame in going to Monroe and getting beat, but I didn't think we performed really well at times, Um, but to come against Lakeland, and they're a solid squad, you know, Coach O'Shea's up there is doing a really good job, Uh, they had a freshman quarterback and a tailback at over 1,000 yards, and we were able to kind of dictate the pace of that game and really play well defensively, and You know, we had to go to Blackford, you know, in the first round of sectional and say what you will Blackford's record, but uh, their offense is a nightmare to prepare for. I mean, they're full house tee and they're pulling guys. You're never really sure who has the ball. And it was a fall break for us that week. So, you had all those added distractions into it, but for our kids to come out and really in the second half of that game, put that one away. And like I said, going to Tipton last week, you know, one of the most recognizable programs in the state of Indiana. Uh, tremendous tradition there and having to go on the road for the second week in a row and the start that we had really kind of says a lot about the, the mental makeup of our kids. When we got the sectional draw, now I've been telling them, guys, I think you're one of the most talented teams in this sectional, but I don't know if we're mentally or physically tough enough. And they answered in a big way, you know, especially last week at Tipton. So we're really, really proud of them and their progress.
4: Coach Brent Kunkel, Bluffton Tigers, joining us here on the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. And Coach, defensively, you've had some fine performances over the season. We talk so much about that offense and, and Anthony Cruz in particular, but defensively, it's not a dominant group by any means, but it seems to get the stops when you need to.
5: Yeah, I mean, and really, if you look at our defense, you take away, you know, the first half against South Adams where we gave up 36 points. Uh, and you take, you know, everybody, Adam Central scores on everybody. But you, you throw those two games out. Um, our defense has really kind of carried us all year. And like you said, they're really kind of under the radar. Um, you know, I'm an offensive guy. So, of course, I like to talk about offense. But my defensive coordinator, Todd Morgan, does a fantastic job. Uh, my secondary coach, Bryce Bonowitz, defensive line, Tim Millspaugh, uh, who's a former head coach himself. So to have those guys on that side, for me, as a head coach, you know, I, I, I talked to Todd on Sunday. I'm like, hey, man, how many points do I need to get? Uh, and I always tell him, you know, if he can hold the other team to seven and score twice, I guarantee that we win. So um, it's really been a luxury for us, you know, to have that defense. Um, I thought that our kids have played tremendously hard on that side of the ball all year. And like you said, not a whole lot of credit goes to them, but, you know, they've kept us in a lot of games and uh, given us a chance to win.
4: Coach, I don't know if there's ever a good time to play Eastbrook, but if there is, it would be this year. It's it's a very good Eastbrook team, but not a dominant Eastbrook team like we see most seasons in Grant County. Coach Adamson, one of the best in, in the state of Indiana in terms of head coaching in prep football. But what have you seen out of Eastbrook? I'm, I'm sure it's 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 typical eastbrook they have a pair of thousand yard rushers their quarterback is good enough to keep you honest in the passing game and they're going to play really solid defense
5: yeah i mean you you hit the nail on the head you know um is this the eastbrook team that's you know gone to state three out of the last eight years no probably not but jeff adamson is a a heck of a football coach i mean that guy is, is a hall of fame coach you know he's won over 300 games in his career eastbrook has a culture of winning you know, in our area, you, you take Adams Central in 1A. You might take Eastbrook in 2A in terms of programs that you want to kind of emulate and be like. Um, so nothing but the utmost respect for Coach Adamson and, and his kids and his staff. Uh, and like you hit it again, like they're, they're just solid. You know, uh, they do remind me a lot of Adams Central in the sense like they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything to screw up. Uh, you've got to play really really sound on both sides of the football to have a chance with them at the end. And then. You know, you got to have some things go your way. So, uh, like I said, our kids are excited uh, to go against one of the best programs in the state. You know, we're excited to, to get to host it here at Bluffton and, um, you know, let the chips fall where they may. You know, the only team that can beat them tomorrow is us. So uh, we're going to try to embrace it and try to have fun with it and, you know, hopefully win our first uh, sectional championship since 1988 here at Bluffton.
4: So, Coach, when you look at matchups against an Eastbrook and Adam Central, you know what they're going to do I- in terms of scouting them, there's only so much you can do it is very much you you scheme against them just as much as you kind of coach against them in terms of your personnel. So I I guess the question is, is is how hopeless does it feel sometimes when you can scout and know everything that Eastbrook is going to do or try to do, but in the end it comes down to your players being able to execute and in a lot of ways be more physical Mm -hmm. than the opponent.
5: Yeah. And I really think that's what it's going to come down to tomorrow. Um, Eastbrook's not going to try to hide anything. Like you said, coach Adamson's been doing this a long time. Uh, They are who they are. They're going to do what they do. Are you good enough to stop it? Uh, Obviously, the key, like most high school football games, comes down to who controls the line of scrimmage. You know, we feel good with our offensive line, the way they've kind of gelled here these last couple weeks, you know, but they got a lot of talented kids on on defense on their side. And then, you know, they run a a complicated scheme. I mean, they run beer and they run, you know, trap and dive and power G and all these kind of things that if if you miss your assignment or you don't do what you're supposed to do, They can break it for 60. Um, Eastbrook's not going to come down here and be intimidated to play Bluff. They've got 17 or 18 sectional championships. We've got one. You know, those kids on that roster have played deep into the tournament. This is the farthest we've been since 2018. So, uh, like I said, we're we're really excited about the challenge, uh, but understand that we're playing, you know, one of the best programs in the state. looking forward to see how we stack up.
4: Coach, you mentioned it. You You guys were in this position in 2018, played Bremen at home and lost it's been since 1988 since the sectional championship in Bluffton but i have to imagine the 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 excitement heading into tomorrow what should be a good night for football there's going to be a, a great crowd great response from bluffton tomorrow night
5: Oh, yeah. I mean, the community is really excited. You know, it's kind of nice to, to walk around town and people are telling you good luck and that they've been paying attention and that they're going to be there Friday. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better night. So it's to be 70 and sunny in November. You know what I mean? So hopefully we got a, a good group of people showing up tomorrow. Um, our kids are excited. They're ready for the challenge. You know, like I said, we, we've had a great week of practice. You know, I told them that they deserve to be in this game. They deserve to be in the game, but they're not entitled to it. Uh, They're not entitled to anything. So the hope is that we can go out there and earn it. You know, one play at a time. Try to keep it close, and in the fourth quarter, give ourselves a chance to beat them. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be a difficult game. It's going to be a good game, but like I said, we'd rather be playing it than sitting at home.
4: All right, coach. Just remember, whatever Grant Mosier tells you, do the opposite.
5: Well, I, I, w- I wish that Coach Fox would give me some insight, but those Eastbrook <laughs> boys, you know, they don't uh, they don't share too many secrets. So, uh, yeah, whatever whatever Grant says, probably go the opposite. But if Foxy would tell me something, you know, I know right. he's got a big big game himself. But uh, if he could give me any insight,
4: they're open to call Brent Kunkel for any suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Hey, appreciate it. I know you got a meeting with your boys at the bottom of the hour. Appreciate the time. Good luck tomorrow.
5: All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, All right, brother. Justin.
4: That was Brent, Brent Kunkel, head coach of the Bluffton Tigers, joining us here on the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services. Bluffton and Eastbrook tomorrow night, Bluffton 7-4, and 4, Eastbrook 8-3. and 3. Eastbrook was tops in Class 2A for a hot minute earlier in the season, but lost big to Oak Hill on the road. They lost big to Alexandria on the road. They lost big to Mississinawa on the road in the regular season all three losses for eastbrook coming on the road could bluffton make a number four tomorrow night and hoist a sectional championship trophy for the first time since 1988 we'll see thanks to coach Kunkel for joining us we're taking a break we come back we'll talk some 2a sectional 34 instead of 30 or excuse me 35 so we talk 36 here with bluffton and we'll talk 35 when we come back it'll be bishop Lewis coach Kyle Lindsay, after the break, you're listening to the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services, here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. I drive my bus in a busy city. That's why road safety is so important
6: to me. I know that I must slow down and be extra careful when I make a wide turn.
4: Buses need more room than cars. Everyone can help keep our roads safe. Next time you're driving, remember to give buses plenty of time and space to finish turning before driving ahead let's all plan to share the road safely learn how at www.sharetheroadsafely.gov
1: over the past few years the covid 19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives today we also face a mental health pandemic that threatens our well-being as we attempt to rebuild our social networks and communities
0: The pandemic has reminded us to value family, community, and our human connections. However, it has also left many of us feeling more isolated, confused, and alone, struggling to find meaning amid loss and uncertainty.
1: Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges. But many of us do not understand what we are facing or know how to ask for help.
0: At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you are going through, and we are here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more
3: life insurance while a sensitive topic is a vital part of smart financial planning particularly for parents for a minimal cost a life insurance policy can provide a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future talk to matt and the team at hoopy insurance services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you for over three decades hoopy insurance services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance coverage for a cost that fits their budget remember a difficult conversation today could mean peace of mind tomorrow find comfort in the experienced and knowledgeable staff of local agents at Poopy insurance services call 486-7488 that's 486-7488 or visit them on the web at h-u-p-e-insurance.com. Hoopie Insurance, their family serving your family for over 40 years. The Chill has arrived with a cool cash instant rebate of up to $1,550 on your complete carrier system or special financing up to 72 months from Masters Heating and Cooling. Turn to the experts with a 10-year parts and three-year labor warranty standard on every job and their apples-to-apples price match guarantee. The Chill is no problem with a cool cash rebate from Masters. Online at mastersheatcool.com. We are-
2: this is the Hoopy Insurance Services High
3: School Coaches
2: Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station 1380 the Fan and 100.9 FM.
4: Welcome back everyone. Justin Kenny here talking sectional championship week here in football crown and sectional champions tomorrow night and 3 weeks from now we'll be enjoying Thanksgiving weekend and also prepping for the state championship games down at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis on Friday and saturday who will we have locally representing northeast indiana in three weeks down in our state capital we'll find out over the next three weeks and it'll continue tomorrow night with sectional championship games we're talking lures and east side here with head lures coach kyle lindsey coach how are you
7: good Justin. how you doing
4: we're living the dream bud and 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 last week go to busco and and there's there's a lot of hype around there big game and i felt okay if if, if Columbia, or if, if Cherubusco could keep this dirty and 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 tough and grind it out then maybe they had a shot but you guys took control from the outset how important was that uh it was a key you know, to
7: get off to a fast start um, you know kids had some confidence rolling into kickoff uh, and then you know when um, the game gets going you, you just don't know what's going to happen you're expected uh, expecting to execute um, and also you know you got to handle adversity and uh, you know, I thought uh, setting the tone with the, a touchdown on our first drive um, was key. Uh, you know, Bosco, uh, being the, the tough team that they are, they responded. I was really interested to see how we were going to respond. Uh, earlier in this year, we came, we got off to a hot start against Northside, uh, you know, completely different teams and uh, athletes and schematics. But uh, Northside threw a punch back, and we just we didn't handle that adversity very well. So, uh, you know, fast forward about seven six, seven weeks, and to see us uh, have a team uh, bounce back and uh, have the offense take the field at a seven-to-seven game, um, and then take the field, uh, you know, take the ball down the field, uh, score, and then have the defense really respond um, was I thought that was that was crucial. I was really excited to see that.
4: Coach, in looking through the season, we always talk about Bishop Bluers, and it's always general to say, well, they're going to take their licks during the, the SAC season, and even in seasons where they're not towards the, the apex of the league standings, they'll be fine in the playoffs. But um, looking at it, it was a topsy-turvy up-and-down season literally for you. Your first winning streak is now, too, this season. So how did your guys handle that SAC season? And it certainly looks through two weeks of the playoffs that it paid off.
7: Yeah. Um. You know, I thought overall the kids did a, a pretty above-average job of understanding um, the grind of the SEC schedule, um, not getting too high after wins, not getting too low after losses. Um, you know, we had a couple ugly ones mixed in there, but I thought overall we put together a, a competitive season. Uh, you know, you look at a couple games, tough games that we lost at home against uh, Homestead and Dwanger that really could have gone either way. Um Northside really uh, punched us in the mouth, uh, particularly, you know, the heading into the second, uh, heading into halftime and then the second half. Uh, you know, I thought we were we were competitive in that game. Um, we just, you know, they, they wore us down there, better team. Um, you know, I thought week one and week nine uh, with Carroll and Snyder. Um, wasn't thrilled, obviously, uh, having the mercy rule and having the running clock, but uh, I thought our kids came out, played hard. We did some good things uh, in the, both those first halves. It uh, just kind of got worn down. And, um, you know, I think by the time the second half of Snyder hit, we were, uh, especially after we had an early turnover, uh, down 17-7, to 7, and then they scored just a couple plays later, you could kind of see the air um, come out of our, our bubble. It's um, almost like kids shifted into postseason gear. But, you know, we've got a, a, a good core of seniors that have been, um, you know, that remember their sophomore year that we had it in this season, you know, uh, a lot of similarities, to 2020, um, in terms of what the realistic expectations were within the city. Um, you know, the whole goal was to get this team to learn how to play together, to, uh, compete together. And then ultimately to learn how to win together. Um, You know, and uh, there's a lot of similarities between that that team two years ago and and this year's team, and uh, we've had some really good leadership. Um, It's just gotten better. Uh, We've had more. That was one concern of ours was what was the the leadership. We didn't have a lot of vocal kids like we had last year's class that graduated, but we had a lot of kids that have been through uh, the ring of SAC play that have been down to a state title game. That uh, you know, they didn't. They were the heartbeat of the team, uh, as any senior, good senior class should be. And uh, you know, I'm really proud of the leaders that have emerged. We went from maybe maybe two or three leaders, uh, vocal, um, to, you know, to, right now we have a tough time. We have two captains, and Nick Thompson and Charlie Stance, who've done an outstanding job this year. But uh, they've really um, gotten some support from their senior classmates. And, you know, there's uh, more than a handful of kids that have done an excellent job that uh, we've named game captains throughout the year. So uh, really proud of how we've handled it. And, Really excited uh, for the challenge
4: tomorrow. Coach Kyle Lindsey, Bishop Lures, Knights, joining us here on the high school coaches show. And, Coach, I know entering the season we had talked and you said, man, that our, our offensive and defensive fronts are going to be largely young and we're going to need them to develop. So now that we're in the sectional, how have those guys come along? And they seem to have grown and, and really settled in well and gotten that experience they need.
7: Yeah, um, you know, it was no secret. And, you know, we've been very open with uh, the teams, with the kid, kids about it. Um, you know, games are going to are won and lost up front. Uh, games that we've won, um, you know, we we played pretty well on the defensive side of the ball up front, uh, if not very well. Um, games that we won during the city um, offensively, uh, you know, we had to we had to find opportunities and, and cash in on opportunities, uh, created mostly from our defense, and strong special teams. But uh, to their credit, um, they just, you know, they, it's a hardworking group. And I think probably most, uh, most if not every uh, football program is, could probably claim the same thing. But the, uh, the offensive line and defensive line units are, are the hardest working kids in the program. Uh, and they didn't get too down on themselves no matter what the result was. Uh, no matter how they performed, and uh, they're just grinders. And uh, i really happy with how we came out, particularly last week. Last week was all around our best game. <clears throat> but uh, without a doubt, uh, you know, controlling the line of scrimmage on the offensive line um, and the defensive line was something that I think they, we can hang our hat on. And i uh, have seen a lot of confidence develop in those kids because of how well we played last Friday.
4: Coach, there's three definites in life, uh, death, taxes, and, and lures playing east side. And here we are, year four of you guys meeting up in the playoffs. What do you take, if anything, from last year, year before this this now four-game series, uh, taking it into to Friday? Or is it very much their own games, own entities, year after year? Uh,
7: they're, they're definitely uh, both sides. are different teams, led by different leaders. Um so you can't um, overlook that aspect, but uh, I know when we uh, when we look at Eastside, we watch the film um, and their reputation uh, around the area. It's a very physical football team. Uh, the team that is so well coached, uh, and you can see that, their defensive alignment, their defensive assignments, um, how they get off the ball up front on the offensive line, uh, how they block um, you know, at, at every level, um, out wide, uh, their backs, um, and, again, obviously they're tight ends and um, they're offensive of the line. But, uh, you know, that's something that we've preached all, all week. Um, you know, this is going to be a physical uh, battle. Um, and it's, there's no sense in comparing um, to any team around here because uh, what's happened in the past is it's happened, it's gone, it's behind us. Uh, but, you know, we've uh, drilled it in the kids' head that they've been ready for the most physical battle of the year and that's what i fully expect tomorrow from Eastside.
4: in terms of, of game planning for Eastside, they make no secret on what they like to do they want to run 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 with with three different guys including the quarterback so based on what you've seen out of your group through the course of the season do you feel like they're ready for that challenge or they've at least been tested to get ready for a challenge like tomorrow night
7: uh yeah without a doubt we've have, we've had our fair share of tests and uh, different offenses different quarterbacks different backs Leading, um, leading the the charge. Um, what we haven't had is a big, powerful rusher um, that, that Dax presents. Uh, you know the.
2: Yeah.
7: Uh, I guess the positive side is that uh, you know most of this defense has has seen him before. Uh, you know, with that said, it, it's one thing to um, know what they're going to bring to the table, um, having seen it before, but it's another thing to uh, light up another year and um, you know have to. Have to tackle that the big moose, and I uh, have to take out lead blocks when he's not getting the ball. Um, and then, you know, when you look at Carson Jacobs, he's a tremendous athlete. Uh, you know, he was a difference maker in last year's game, um, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's been comparisons with him and, and Laban throughout the year, but um, he's his own. Um, he's his own person, and uh, you know, he's a. You can tell he's a strong competitor. Uh, he's got. Some size, he's got speed. Um, he's very, uh, very good. Take care of the ball, something Laban was good at. Um, now he can also throw the ball. Uh, you know when they when they choose to throw the ball, he throws it pretty well. So, uh, you know that's a it's a talented, very talented backfield uh, behind a very talented, aggressive, and strong offensive line, and our defense knows we'll have our handful. All
4: right, coach. Hey, I appreciate the time, bud. I know busy guy. All right, buddy. All right, we'll see you. That was Coach Kyle Lindsay of the Bishop Lures Knights. His team preparing for the showdown for the fourth straight year against the East Side Blazers in sectional play. Over the last three years, Bishop Lures has won one. East Side has won two, including last year's 21-16 victory over the Knights at Lures Field. In what was a a very very surprising. Result for many people in Fort Wayne. But not surprising if you know just how good Eastside has been over the last several years with Todd Mason. Of course, Eastside then went on to win a regional championship, beat Eastbrook, and then fell to Andrean by three at home in the semi-state. Round four coming up between Bishop Lewers and Eastside tomorrow night up in Butler, 7 o'clock kickoff. We're going to break down a lot more when we come back with our buddy Bryce Vance of OutsideTheHuddle.net. Touch on several of the sectional championship games coming up tomorrow, as well as talk to Coach Ben Johnson of the Northside Legends a little later. You are listening to the High School Coaches Show, presented by Hoopy Insurance Services, here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM.
3: Life insurance, while a sensitive topic, is a vital part of smart financial planning, particularly for parents. For a minimal cost, a life insurance policy can provide a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future. Talk to Matt and the team at Hoopy Insurance Services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you. For over three decades, Hoopy Insurance Services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance coverage. For a cost that fits their budget. Remember, a difficult conversation today could mean peace of mind tomorrow. Find comfort in the experienced and knowledgeable staff of local agents at Hoopy Insurance Services. Call 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or visit them on the web at hupe-insurance.com. Hoopy Insurance. Their family serving your family for over 40 years.
8: Applied Imaging is now Applied Innovation, a new name, but Applied Innovation is still a family-owned company committed to the Midwestern values upon which it was founded 35 years ago. Applied Innovation, a new name, more accurately reflecting an evolution into becoming a single-source provider for all your business technology needs. Applied Innovation is still the Midwest choice for superior imaging products and fast, responsive after-sales service. But Applied Innovation has also become the Midwest choice for managed network services and other IT support, paperless solutions, voice-over IP telephone systems, document destruction, and much more. Applied Innovation, same great people, same commitment to culture that values family giving back to local communities hard work and simply doing what's right 100 percent of the time applied innovation discover the benefits of having a single source provider for all your business technology needs applied innovation new name same customer focused culture
2: now back to the hoopie insurance services high school coaches show on fort wayne sports station 1380 the fan and 100.9 fm
4: Welcome back, everybody. Justin Kenny here as your host of the High School Coaches Show talking sectional championship football. We'll crown some sectional champions throughout the state of Indiana tomorrow night. We'll give way then to regional football semi-state in three weeks from today. We'll be celebrating Thanksgiving in three weeks from tomorrow. And Saturday, we'll be crowning six state champions. How many area teams will be down at Lucas Oil Stadium to represent Northeast Indiana? In the state championship games, well, we'll find out, and that journey continues tomorrow night. And we talk about that journey with our buddy Bryce Vance of outsidethehuddle.net right now. Bryce, how are you?
9: I'm doing good. Justin, how are you?
4: We're doing well, bud. And were you as surprised as I was with the dominance we saw out of Carroll against Penn last week?
9: Um, I was. Um, I was uh, was surprised because because we talked last week, you know that 6A is a whole whole other animal um, for a lot of area teams that go up against that type of competition, and for Carroll to pretty much impose their will for, for four quarters, um, and for Jimmy Sullivan to play a heck of a game uh, like he did um, has you know proven that he's you know time and time again. Once again, last Friday, that he's one of the best players, maybe the best player in, in Northeast Indiana um, right now as a sophomore. Um, so it, it was, you know, surprising. Uh, it wasn't, you know, too terribly surprising that they won, uh, but just the manner that they went and, and how they handled their business and really took care of business and, and took care of Penn in that type of fashion um, kind of, you know, stoked some, you know, a little belief that, you know, maybe this team can make, you know, some sort of run. They can, you know, definitely have, you know the capability of winning tomorrow night, and uh, and possibly beyond that um, as they as they get deeper into the tournament.
4: It's amazing what one win can do for your opinion about a team, or at least their chances. Yeah. Last week, you and I were both in in no uncertain terms, basically saying Carroll was in deep trouble. And now we're looking at it, going, oh, they should just brush past Warsaw, and sure, they can match up with Crown Point, and maybe that HSE game is the one to circle. So. What kit does Carroll need to do to make sure tomorrow? Because we, we, we talk about at length about Bart Ball and Coach Bart Curtis and what that, that offensive challenge is, is to a defense. And this is by no means a game that Carroll can look past. Two years ago, we saw beat Carroll in the playoffs. So this one we're already chalking up to Carroll, it seems, much like we did last, last week with Penn. But this is far from a guarantee tomorrow night against the Tigers.
9: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, for, for Carroll uh, to, you know, increase its odds to win this game, it's, you know, it's going to have to score on, on pretty much, you know, at least more than 50% of its possessions just because Warsaw is going to want to, you know, grind the clock. They're going to want to run the ball a lot. Um, you know, more often than not, they're going to run the ball, and it's just going to keep that clock ticking. Um, so Carroll's going to need to score um, on, you know, just about um, every possession that they have it. And and I think that they have the capability of it. You know, a team that's putting up over 40 offensive, offensive points per game, um, and they really haven't had, you know, too uh, too many times this season where they've been, you know, held in check um, other outside of you know Snyder and, and Northside. You know, when that was the only two times that they were held under 30 points per game this year. Um, so I, I like the way that. You know, Carroll um, was able to, you know, prove that they were able to, you know, match up, match some physicality last week against Penn. Um, Warsaw is going to bring it um, as well, just maybe in in, a, you know, somewhat similar fashion. Um, And and I feel like that that Carroll, you know, was able to take that first game um, well, um, take that, you know, maybe first punch, and they were able to, you know, attack well. And I think that they should be able to do that against Warsaw, a team that, you know, hasn't had. A lot of um, competition, as stiffer competition as playing in the NLC, it it's still, you know, has very good teams. You know, like with Northwood uh, and Northridge as well, both teams playing in sectional championship games. So it, it feels like that uh, Carroll should have a, a good chance at winning, but you definitely can't write them off, especially if they can't get their offense going tomorrow.
4: Vice, Leo and Columbia City round one, the Eagles were able to really, really limit the Leo running game and made them one-dimensional. Leo had trouble moving the football vertically. They get back together tomorrow for a sectional championship on the line, both programs facing significant droughts in that regard and winning a sectional championship. Should we expect anything different in this game tomorrow with Leo and Columbia City, or, or is this another game that the Eagles should be able to control?
9: I'm thinking that Columbia city should be able to control the game. Um, I, you know, I was a little surprised at at Leo's result um, at East noble and, you know, just how they were able to handle the Knights last week and they were able to get and you know, pretty much anything they wanted on offense. Um, and, and their defense, you know, forced a lot of turnovers um, against East noble as well and took advantage uh, of them and, and scored quickly used, you know, some big plays, you know, with guys like Brock Schott, um, who's been just a tremendous player um, over the course of the season and really shined last week in last week's game against East Noble. They're going to need a, a similar output, you know, from a player like him to, to force some turnovers to, to make some big plays on offense because Columbia City is going to use their running game. Um, and, and, you know, similar to like a Warsaw type, they're going to run, run the heck out of the ball. Um, and, and they have a very physical uh, front line um, that's not afraid to take it to you and, and just run the ball down your throat. And they have, you know, multiple options in the backfield that they can go to. Um, but it, it's going to come down to Columbia City's defense um, and, and limiting Leo's uh, pass game and, and rushing attack. Because They have, you know, some weapons that have that have grown over the course of this season and, and have had a lot of impact. Um, but for, for Columbia City, I think it, it all comes down to their, their running game and their defense um, to, to take away with this take away uh, their first sectional championship in in quite some time. Um, And I I think that this is the year for them to do it because, you know, we talked about them a couple of weeks ago after they they beat Norwell. And this this feels like a special year for Columbia City to do something. Um, And and it's pretty unexpected when we were talking at the beginning of the year.
4: Bryce Vance, outside the huddle.net, joining us here on the high school coaches show. Bryce, it still feels like we talk more about the Northside legends than we do the Snyder Panthers. The Northside has been good. Snyder has been very good. Both have won eight straight football games. Snyder number one entering the postseason in both state polls in Class 5A. In this one, it was a close game in Week 1. I imagine we expect a close game tomorrow night. But is this Northside team good enough to do the little things to knock off the top-ranked team in Class 5A?
9: Uh, I, th- I think they are. Um, I-, I do expect a close game tomorrow night. Um, I-, I think what we've, what we've seen, you know, especially towards the latter part of the season, you know, after that Homestead result where Northside gave up um, nearly 50 points in, in a one-point win, um, we saw that their defense really shored up, and you know, it wasn't against the best of competition, uh, but still, we saw a dramatic improvement from from the beginning of the year. Um, um with this team and i think that, that that'll give them a chance tomorrow because we know that the type of playmakers that they have on offense um, that can that can make big plays and and hopefully and that could possibly keep them in it. um and and with snyder's offense and and how consistent they've they've kind of been this season but in, and how they've relied on their defense um, that that has just been really stellar uh this season um, but I, I think it's it's going to be coming it's going to come down to you know Snyder's defense and, and how well they can contain uh Northside um if it's Northside's able to break off multiple big plays it could be a long night for that Snyder defense but they're if they're able to keep you know the speedsters in front of them um make them make them not you know go deep downfield and, and just try to limit their their options that could frustrate a or Northside team that wants to go deep downfield um and and it could you know set Northside back so I think that Snyder has the capability. They've been able to do it uh, to quite a few teams this year and, and limit some high-power scoring offenses, um, and including Carroll, you know, limiting them to 28 points, limiting a homestead team to 21 points. And, and other than that, they they really haven't allowed a, a whole lot of other points or, or any other team to really move the ball a, a ton all season. So it's, it's going to come down to the Snyder's defense and limiting those big plays.
4: Rice, it's Bishop Lewers, it's Eastside, round four, fourth meeting for the two in the last four years in the playoffs. This one will be up in Butler after Eastside knocked off Lewers last year at Lewers Field. Do you expect another dogfight like we had last year, the 21-16 result at Lewers Field? What should we look to for this one tomorrow night at Eastside?
9: I'm, I've been going back and forth whether this will be a, a close game or a, a, a slow scoring game like last year or the year before where it was 56 to 49. I, I think we're probably going to see a little more scoring than last year um, just because of, of the both teams defensively um, I, I think maybe aren't as as you know tighten as they they were in, in the last couple of years um, but I expect some some offense some big plays to be broken off i know lures Lures was kind of held in check um, as far as big plays last week against Chair Busco. They had to, you know, kind of nickel and dime their way down the field, and they and they were happy to do that. You know, what, what Busco was giving them and limiting uh, their their big play offense. Um, and yeah. Busco did a, a really nice job of, of slowing down Nick Thompson. Um, he didn't really get loose a whole lot, uh, but there was just a lot of you know you know chunk plays. You know, eight to ten yards is where Lures thrived. And if and if Eastside can can do that. Um, as well as have their own offensive production, um, as, as we know that they're capable of, I, I would expect another close game because Eastside's offensive line um, has, you know, been the difference the last, you know, handful, a couple last couple times that they've won. It's it's their offensive line that has really carried them, um, and that's going to have to be the key for Eastside to, uh, tomorrow night because they physically manhandled Lures last time around. Um, they're going to have to do that. They're going to have to open up holes for Carson Jacobs and dax holman um, and, and if they can do that they'll, they'll come away with, the, with another sectional championship
4: bryce final question for you who wins by more tomorrow norwell at home against yorktown or adam central
9: i want to say adam central just because i've seen them do it more um but i would say they both win probably by at least four touchdowns maybe five
4: yeah i i see running clocks in the second half for both of those and I mean, Adam Central's been in plenty of games where you could have a running clock in the first half, and they could have been over with at 8 o'clock. But that could very well be the case tomorrow night if they did have that. But, uh, DeBryce, I I appreciate the time. It is always uh, an honor and a privilege to speak with you every Thursday night. We'll catch you next week.
9: Justin, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. (laughs)
4: All right, buddy. Take
9: care. All right, bye.
4: That was Bryce Vance of... Outside the huddle.net joining us here on the High School Coaches Show, he does each and every week. Going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk Snyder and Northside with head coach Ben Johnson of the Legends. It has been 32 years since the Northside Legends held aloft a sectional championship trophy. Will that drought end tomorrow? We'll break down the matchup coming up on Friday night with Coach Johnson when we come back here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM.
10: 1380 The Fan is looking for our next all-star advertising account executive. Do you have what it takes to join The Fan? Text RADIO to 46862 right now. Text RADIO to 46862. Are you passionate about doing your best, working harder than everyone else, and you want the rewards that come with a sales career with The Fan? I'm talking real money, including a $5,000 sign-on bonus if you're good enough to sell advertising on Sports Talk 1380 The Fan. Do you have the sales experience in retail, customer service, or business sales? You could be the one advertising sales all-star we hire. Text RADIO to 46862. We invest in you before you start on the job when you take our free sales talent assessment. Text RADIO to 46862. Our advertising sales reps enjoy flexible pay time off, a work-life balance that your friends will envy, and all the usual benefits. Someone's going to get a $5,000 sign-on bonus and an all-star career on the fans' advertising sales team.
3: Will it be you? Federated Media, an equal opportunity employer. Life insurance, while a sensitive topic, is a vital part of smart financial planning, particularly for parents. For a minimal cost, a life insurance policy can provide a means to guarantee that the people who depend on you will be taken care of in the future. Talk to Matt and the team at Hoopie Insurance Services about obtaining coverage to ease your worries and secure financial stability for those closest to you. For over three decades, Hoopy Insurance Services has been helping people just like you get the right life insurance insurance coverage for a cost that fits their budget remember a difficult conversation today could mean peace of mind tomorrow find comfort in the experienced and knowledgeable staff of local agents at hoopie insurance services call 486-7488 that's 486-7488 or visit them on the web at h-u-p-e-insurance.com. Poopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 40 years.
8: CoHeating and Air Conditioning, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer, one family owned and still going strong for 60 years. Decade after decade, CoHeating and Air has been known for providing quality heating and cooling services that ensure your family stays comfortable year around. That's no accident. That's a legacy of customer care, excellence, and relationships that have endured from generation to generation. Go with who you know. Go with Co. Proud to be your American Standard dealer. Find them
1: at CoHeatCool.com today. Okay. Over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives.
0: Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges, but many of us do not understand what we are facing or
1: how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health.
0: If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more.
2: This is the Hoopie Insurance Services High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan
4: and 100.9 FM. Welcome back, everybody, to the High School Coaches Show presented by Hoopie Insurance Services, sectional championship week edition of the show. And the game of the week coming up tomorrow night here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It'll be at Spoler Stadium. It is the Snyder Panthers' And the Northside Legends sectional championship on the line, a rematch from week one and to break it all down with us, head coach of the Northside Legends, Coach Ben Johnson with us. Coach, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How you doing? We're doing well, Coach. And man, I, I can imagine the excitement is pretty palpable around Northside here this week, having an opportunity to play for a sectional championship tomorrow night.
6: Oh, absolutely. Uh we've been looking forward to this. Um, we were working hard for this for 30, you know, all season long. And, you know, we got a motto. It's been 32 years, you know, that our program hasn't won a sectional championship. So, um, you know, our, our kids are prepared. Our kids are hungry, and they're just ready for the opportunity tomorrow night.
4: Coach, I imagine with the, with the draw, everybody felt good with for Northside last week. You opened the. The, week, or the, the the postseason against Anderson at home, but how important was it to not allow the guys to look forward to a potential rematch with Snyder or Bishop Dwenger and take care of business last week against Anderson?
6: Oh, we just kept them locked in. Uh, we just talked to them about the importance of, you know, you can't overlook no team, especially in the section, um, and because, you know, every team have a senior group. And, um, you know, if you play high school football, you, you know what that means. Seniors don't want to go home. So no matter what a record is, those kids are gonna play lights out. They're gonna give it their all. So I told our kids, like, hey, you know, 32 teams are playing tonight. 16 is going home, and Anderson do not want to be one of those teams. So we gotta take care of business. That's what we did. And I appreciate our kids for, you know, uh, not looking ahead and taking care of business last Friday.
4: And it was another big night for for Jonte Lambert and. I I, I know you probably expected this uh, for his performance at 240 yards last week to go over 2,000 yards for the season, one of the top running backs in the entire state of Indiana. And just what makes him so good?
6: Well, you know, everything all works together. Uh, It starts with up front. You know, offensive line is really, really good. Um, They don't get talked about enough, in my opinion. Sure. Um, You know. They are blocking through the whistle. Not to the whistle, but through the whistle. And, you know, we, they they practice hard. We got a great offensive line coach. And, you know, it starts there. And then just with Dante, and, you know, his, his running back coach has been doing phenomenal with him. And then working on cuts and jump cuts. And just making sure that, you know, he's hitting the holes and hitting fast. And, you know, he's he just been doing a phenomenal job with us. Not just running the ball,
7: but also catching the ball off the back.
4: Yeah, he's been one of the favorite targets for Bodie Dickerson as well. And, you know, we talked and I asked you a couple of weeks ago, so most valuable player for Northside, and we can talk about Jonte Lambert, we can talk about Bronte Johnson, but well, you at Bodie Dickerson, why?
6: Uh, Bodie Dickerson is, is our best player on our team. Um, I, I truly believe, again, like I said, everything all works together. Um, you know, if, if Bodie Dickerson is not at quarterback, uh, I believe teams will load up the box, but because he is, uh, you gotta kind of got to play us balance, you know. You got to pick your poison. And whichever one that you pick, uh, we can do the opposite. So, you know, every great team has to have a great quarterback, and that's just what he's been for us. Um, that's whether it's throwing the ball, that's handing the ball off. Um, it's even times he come up to me in a game like, "Cuz we don't need to throw the ball at all. Let's just keep handing it off. It can't stop the run. You know, he's one of the most unselfish human beings I've ever met in my life.
4: Coach Ben Johnson, Northside Legends, joining us here on the High School Coaches Show. Coach, wanted to ask you about a couple players on your defense. One, a seasoned veteran, and one, an emerging star. And one is Devon Doty, who's been tremendous for you since coming over from Bishop Bluers, leads you in tackles for loss, and leads you in sacks. And also Josh Massasu, who's your leading tackler as a sophomore at the linebacker spot and is really emerging as one of the top players at his position in the entire conference as a sophomore. So you have Doty dominating as a senior, and it looks like you have a next emerging star at the position in Masasu.
6: Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, we can start off with Doty first. Doty is a playmaker. Um, When you watch his tape, he is going to make splash plays every game. Whether He's going to get tackles behind the line of scrimmage, he's going to get sacked, he's going to get turnovers, he's going to cause turnovers, Um, but we just call him Playmaker Doty, and that's just what he does. You know, and Josh Masato, again, last year, we recognized very quick on his fresh on the freshman team that he was going to be a star. He was going to start making it. He took his offseason very serious. He got in the weight room, lived in the weight room, and, you know, he has just been a tremendous player for us. And, you know, he showed up in week one and showed everybody on our team that, you know, he ain't just 15 years old. He's a different 15-year-old. You know, he has a motor, and you know, he hits you. He hits you very angry, and, um, you know, we're happy to
4: have him on our team. Yeah, one of the better sophomores, regardless of position, uh, in this entire area. Coach, a two-point loss to Snyder in week one. How much do you take out of that game into this game? Is it? Do you, do you remind the kids about that game? Is it an afterthought? How do you
6: approach oh, round I mean, two? we talk about it. Yeah. Um, we, we've talked about it. Since week one, and the, our thing was this, you know, uh, we had 135 yards in two. Uh, we, our kicking game wasn't good. You know, we were missing a couple starters. You know, I never talked about it, but you know, we, we kept that in house. And you know, our kids know that we are 10 times better than what we were week one. And everyone is, you know, uh, having that bye week served us very well. We had a little knick-knack injury, the kids was able to heal up from those. Um, So we just ready to go, man. We are a total different Northside team from week one. You know, we're not going to have those penalties that hurt us. Um, Our kids are locked in, and they're going to be very, very disciplined
7: tomorrow night.
4: Coach, you're facing the number one team in Class 5A. The Snyder defense has been absolutely phenomenal for the majority of the season. The running game has been stout for them. What's the key for Northside to end that sectional drought tomorrow night?
6: Uh, our key is, is we got to play sound we got to play 48 minutes of north side football we got to be fast smart tough and disciplined um you know we got to we got to stop a uh, Snyder run game that's what they love doing a line lineup in high formation you know two tight end sessions just want to run it down your throat so we got to be ready to you know stop the run and then when we get the ball on offense we got to go score points we got to do what we do we've been averaging over 40 points a game and has a very tough defense, so we got to figure out how they're going to line up and try to take away some of our playmakers and, um, you know, just take advantage of, you know, what they give us. So, you know, they can't cover everything.
4: Coach, it's an eight-game winning streak you guys are are on right now. It's the longest winning streak for the program since 1987. What, what has been the key to this run, win or lose tomorrow? What's been the key to this year's season for Northside?
6: Um, this, I will say that the, the biggest, and I'm sorry about the background noise. We got a <laughs> going on. Kids are just very <laughs> excited. But um, we have, uh, you know, we preached this year about just being selfless. You know, the, the biggest thing, you know, when it comes to the football team is everybody coming together, you know, and, and everybody's just mastering their roles. And our kids, man, I, I just take my hat off to them. You know, we have kids that you know, playing different positions that maybe that wasn't their first choice. But they're okay with it because, you know, they want to do what's best for the team. You know what I'm saying? And one of those kids like Mitch Barcovich, I mean, the kid was the first team all conference at D-line, and he said that we had a knee on the O-line. He's like, Coach, let me just play O-line. You know, let's throw up the O-line and we can use other guys on the D-line. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Kids like that, man, it, 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 just, it just helps your program, and it helps your program grow because... When one kid, when a kid see one kid doing it, you know, other
4: kids follow suit. Coach, I appreciate you taking the time on the eve of, of a huge game. I know you're a busy guy, so thanks for taking some time uh, with us. And, 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 and get those guys calmed down back there. <laughs> I will. They're just so excited. <laughs> no, it's good. All right. Thanks, Coach. All right. That was Coach Ben Johnson of the Northside Legends joining us here on the High School Coaches Show. His team, 8-2, and two, eight straight victories, the most consecutive wins for a Northside program since 1987 and the legends will take on the top ranked number 1 ranked Snyder Panthers in a class 5A showdown winner gets a sectional championship trophy and moves on to the regional round next week that's going to do it for us here on the high school coaches show presented by hoopy insurance services thanks you to coach J- Ben Johnson for joining us also thank you to mr bryce Vance outside the huddle.net joining us as well as coach kyle lindsey bishop lures knights and then we topped it all off at the top of the show with our buddy brent Kunkel of the bluffton tigers tomorrow night coming up here on 1380 the fan 100.9 fm it's the game of the week and it is snyder Northside seven o'clock kick from Spuller stadium catch all the action here with brett rump and shannon griffith on the call we'll be back next thursday to talk regional football how many teams do we have still alive next week We'll see. Coming up next, it's the Marcus Freeman Show. Big showdown coming up Saturday night in South Bend as the Notre Dame Fighting Irish host the Clemson Tigers coach Freeman will talk about that and more coming up here in just a few that'll do it for us this has been the high school coaches show here on 1380 the fan 100.9
2: Fm down for the and if you happen to get cracked come back get back that's the thanks for listening to this exclusive presentation of 1380 the fan and 100.9 FM the Hoopie Insurance services high school coaches show on Fort Wayne sports station now back to our regularly scheduled program grabbing download our
3: latest
0: podcasts by federated media